Hi, I'm Katie Page. And I'm Paul Ashton. And we made a comedy feature film called This Isn't Funny that Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro helped us produce. Along with us, it stars Anthony LaPaglia, Eddie Gathegi, Mimi Rogers, David Pasquese, Chia Caridis, and Danielle Pennebaker. And it features some hilarious stand-up comedy from Beth Stelling, Ahmed Barucha, Will Weldon... And Katie. And you can stream the film right now in the U.S. store of iTunes, on Google Play, and at Amazon. And if you like it, please tell your friends. Share it and rate it. Thanks so much, guys. You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of stars and influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next... Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week, not Black Hollywood Live next. But I am Dario Kristen, joining you today on this Friday afternoon. And joining me on this panel is Courtney Stewart. What's up, everybody? You got some new hair today, Courtney. Hey. I had to choose something, so I had to be somebody else without an afro. So. I feel that. You're yeah. giving it right now. You're giving me Courtney J. Blige right now. <laughs> You're so silly. Courtney J. Blige in the house. <laughs> and we got DJ Jesse J. who's joining us as well. <laughs> You feeling yourself with that corny J. Blige? <laughs> He's only said it like 15 times. I did. I said it when she walked like, in. For real. I was going to say corny Badu. But we, yes, that's right. Yeah, corny Badu. Yeah. But we got a great show today. We got some special guests with us. You will see them in two seconds. We have A.D. Dolphin with us. He is the founder of D. Herbs. Hey. How you hey. doing, A.D.? Hey. Feeling welcome. good. Glad to be here. And hey. we also have the lovely Michelle Madison. She's an entertainment reporter and the executive producer for Miami Now TV. Thanks for having me. Hey Thank you guys for coming in. We got a lot of topics today, including DC police are, DC police are searching for two twerkers in regards to sexual harassment. I hope you all saw that video because it is crazy. <laughs> Missy much. Elliott releases new music. We're all excited yes. about mm-hmm. Empire's Gabby Sidibe is it Sidibe mm-hmm. responds to haters about her sex scene. She's getting a lot of flack for that, and she responds a great response. And Spike Lee is catching heat over his new movie release. But first, we are going to talk about last week's buzzer meter question, which was. Should the Spring Valley cop have been fired? You guys voted. 93% of you said yes, and 7% of you said no. I'm surprised about that 7%. I thought it would be 100% slam dunk. It definitely wasn't 100%. Because, you know, there was all those people that were defending him and saying, you know, it's hard to be in schools and do all this stuff. So I'm not surprised. There's a small amount of people. Did you guys, you guys saw the video, AD and Michelle? Absolutely. Do you think that he should have been fired? Absolutely. Can we turn AD's mic up a little bit, please? A little bit. Something's just with you don't have to say it. It's common sense. But I, I didn't think. understand the principal or the teacher standing right there mm-hmm. yeah. the whole Watching. entire time. I was like, You're gonna let that happen to one of your students? Uh-huh. Yeah, but what they say is that there's a law in, in South Carolina. Teachers can't put their teachers hands on can't, the students at yeah, all. They have to that's, automatically call the police. That's a lot of places, yeah. but if that was a parent doing that to the student, then they it would have been be. a different story. True. That's yeah. Interesting. I think there's some laws that we just need to reevaluate. Hmm? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in the future. But with other cases, I believe this will stop a lot of these things to go on in the schools. But he did get fired. So, yeah. all right. Our buzz meter question for today is: Are you excited to see Chirac? Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see. I saw that trailer. That trailer, the call to action at the beginning of the trailer, I'm ready for Spike to bring it. Yes. There's a lot of people that are excited and a lot of people who ain't excited. And a lot of people who are not excited and a lot of people who are insulted. I'm seeing it on Sunday. I am too, actually. All right, we're going to move on to trending topics with DJ Jesse J. All right, y'all. So, (laughs) I can't. I know what you're doing this weekend, but one thing you should not be doing is twerking on random Random people. Especially if you're not getting paid for it. Okay. Especially. Honey, that's why I go to the club. I say to myself, I don't touch nobody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But no, so, um, okay, this happened in April, April 4th. and uh, But now a video has been, has surfaced. It's surfaced, Of yeah. these two young women who, well, one girl, all of a sudden she was like paying for something or getting gum at, at first. And then she just and got And she, this man was behind her and she just had felt the need to just back up on it. And I'm like, this is Mona Scott. This is what you're doing to our community out here. Aww. Oh, you called out Mona. <laughs> 
If she yes, posts something did. about it on Instagram, yes, then did. I would feel like she knew what she was doing, but she know. But anyways, so then all of a sudden, as she stopped grinding on this, you know, poor man. I mean, poor to say man. grinding is a little bit excessive. She uh, like... Uh, she I'm like gonna say like, grinding. She got like two good booty pops in, and then she was like back up at the counter. Yeah. They didn't, it wasn't like she was like... Mm. Grinding is like a for real, like we made contact and we're doing something. Oh, uh, there was Honey, some contact. She, went, she oh, made contact. Did you see the booty she, on top yeah. of the front of the She was pants? doing something. She went what? pop, pop, like a good two well, times. Well, fine, that's fine. Mm-hmm. All right, the first girl, whatever, fine. But then the second bitch kind of come up I here... I can't with him. A girl thinking <laughs> that this is 7-Eleven, reaching in him like he's the damn double bike. That's who he should have been worried about because she looked like she was trying to like reach for a wallet or grab something for real. I, see, I thought it was like the setup. I thought it was like the yeah. decoy, and for then sure. all of a sudden he was going like, "Yeah, baby, wait, where's my wallet at?" Exactly. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? They right. were just aggressive prostitutes. Well, oh. yeah. technically, one of them has been arrested for yes. prostitution in yes. like two in two states. She's only twenty two. The one that actually got caught. Yes. But I'm just saying if. Being a prostitute, you're supposed to get paid to deliver services. So if you're going to twerk on someone for free, Maybe aren't cute. you doing what you're not supposed to be doing? Right. You, so I don't know. I'm not a dad, but I'm just saying. I the right. thing that was so odd about it, it just seemed like they didn't know each other, and then it seemed like they were working together. Yeah. 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 So I didn't know what was well, going that's on. how the setup works. Mm-hmm. That's how they, they you know, they play a game. Like they don't know each other, mm-hmm. so that, that's how you get fooled. Well, I was really confused at the beginning because I was like, "How did the police get involved outside of just seeing the video?" But then I heard that the guy oh, actually he, went and yes. called. Yeah, he and snuck into he the snuck car wash because he's a teacher, and he didn't, you know, he didn't want to be on full blast. Which I get it now; he's protecting himself. But I was like, because at first I was like, the dude didn't call. You know what I'm saying? He, why would he call? This sounds like such a Law and Order case. Like I just <laughs> picture Olivia, him crying to Olivia Benson. She's just like, "We're gonna figure We're it gonna out. Figure it's okay." It out. <laughs> Men do get sexually um, harassed right. too, but right. supposedly she was facing ten years for her booty. Much. I'm sorry, I do not want to pay for that woman to be in jail for ten years for doing two booty. No, did we just have this conversation like two weeks ago? Yes, Obama's trying, trying to get the black man out for the petty crime. We gonna put the girl in for twerking? Give her a fine, make her clean up something on the side. Right, let her clean up something. I don't know, but she does not need to be in jail for ten years. I don't want to pay for it. I don't believe in it. I think it's bogus. Well, you might think it's bogus, and so does Missy Elliott, and she wrote a song about it. Uh, where are you from? Where are you where they you from? Where they do that? Uh, so she dropped her video for the Where are They From featuring Pharrell, produced by Pharrell, you know what I mean? And have y'all checked the video out? Of course. Yes. I love it. Whenever Missy's just... back, I have to watch. Yes. I know, that's right. It's Missy. Well, the video was actually amazing. You said what? Yeah. Amazing. The yes. Oh, the puppets. Yes. The Even puppets. though the Pharrell puppet is a I've little freaky, though. It's a little freaky, though. No, Pharrell I thought it was, like it. But it was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. I wanted more from the puppets, yes. actually. All right, well, so we have a little clip that we're going to play. Here's Missy Elliott. Where are they from? She looks great. I mean, she she's killing it. Happy. It's like 1998 all over again. It was like, yes, that's throwback. This is what Missy does. She makes videos that she wants to make. Yeah. And I mean, Missy's what, like 44, 44? Yeah. All her videos are James. Game changer. Yeah. She killed it. Yeah. Boom, Missy Elliott, yes. where are they from? All right, y'all, where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so some people are loving the video, <laughs> and some people are saying that the song might be coming from Miss Miley Cyrus. Where Miley some Cyrus. of the lyrics com- uh, comment out, where are you from? Where are you shaking your, uh, your and ass and sticking your tongue? I was sticking out your tongue. Right. Trying to be something that you're not. I think it's an easy way to make it a link, and it's good press. To sell more. Yeah. Because Clicks. the bottom line is, the young kids, they just discovered Missy back when she did the Super Bowl, came out right. with Katy Perry or and whatever. Horrible Aaliyah movie. Yeah. Terrible Aaliyah movie. Well, one thing I wanted to know about the video, was that the young girl that used to be in her other video? The little white girl from yeah. the... Yeah, yeah. they grew up. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm not that sure. Was, I haven't I heard that yet. Her be, the I didn't older version that. of her. I'm not sure because she's. Old, I'd have to. Re- I have to rewind and look at, yeah. but I don't think so because she hasn't worked with Missy since that. that oh, okay. that was and I don't think she's still dancing. Actually, she did a tribute to because Missy. she did a little tribute, but I think she like went back and like she has like cool the pop, this pop career, and it's like 
Very interesting. Song. Yeah. But g- Google her. It's a you know her what's song is interesting. What's her name? Google I don't remember all that. And Courtney, I know you were saying that you didn't think the song was that hot. I, I, mean, I, I think the song is hot. I don't think it I is. I like either, the song. Personally. I obviously listen to it and I, I wouldn't pop it on a stranger or anything, but I'll do a little ditty or a little something. But I didn't, like, when I heard the song, I wasn't like, oh my God. Like, if I heard it in the car, if I had heard it in the car first, I wouldn't have been, I would have been like, what? what? Uh, no. I would it change like, it. Break me up. It's yeah, like a pretty girl. Look at her, but she don't Yeah. Video was amazing. And that's what it is. The videos are actually elevate the song. Yep. I, I think so. And I'm glad because I feel like videos have um, maybe I'm old, but I gave no, up you... on videos a long time Thank ago. Thank you. I don't even watch videos. I just anymore. I don't even watch them anymore. Somebody be like, "Did you catch?" No, I didn't, y'all. You're right. I, I mean, I give it that. I don't watch videos as much. Yeah, and it's like nowadays they couldn't even do a pop up video because they'd be like, "Pop up video. This is a green screen." Yeah, it's whack. It's so whack. So <laughs> if she does nothing else but bring a good music video back, it was all worth it. And now, and I was reading these comments on YouTube from people, and they were talk, comparing it to like Nicki Minaj, and they were saying who's better, Missy or Nicki Minaj? Yeah, that's their frame and some of people were like, "This song's whack, Nicki Minaj is better." And I'm like, "It's because they oh, only have that as a frame of reference." But you can't even compare right talking about Nicki Minaj back. Girl, yeah, they were doing Lil Kim compared to Missy back in the day. True, you can't do all that. I just like when she does the little head flip and it changes the side of the yeah. makeup each time. And I was feeling that. Still in this exact same. Same, yeah, she's killing it. Listen, I imagine Missy. Keep doing it. You looking good too. We need it. We need it. So I she imagine. needs to keep doing it and keep bringing it. Boom. Well, someone else who's bringing it is Seal. His new album, Seven. Yes. Have you guys uh, got to hear the new single? I heard the single. Heard I the think single. we have a clip right here. Can we take a we take a, a quick little single. listen? No? A little time? It's, it's called Every Time. I'm with you. Do we need to explain? So he's going to be performing on the Today Show with Kelly and Michael, Seth Meyers, and The Talk to support the album release. On 7, Seal explores love and all of its implications and intricacies. Subject matter, he began to delicately approach as early as 2013, knowing exactly where he wanted to go. The album's produced by Trevor Horn, the producer on Seal's iconic tracks, including Kiss from a Rose and Crazy. So make sure you guys check out Seal's new album, 7. Boom. That was you giving your love sexy voice? Yeah. That was the the background love sexy? That's the old music here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Seal reminds me of a dentist's office. In a positive way. (laughs) I'm still trying to get the positive. Wait, what? There's nothing positive about the dentist for me. I hate going to the dentist. I love going to the dentist. I hate the dentist. I think it's worse. I've never had teeth problems. I have no reason for it. But I just, I think it makes me so anxious. I would go to the gynecologist like 800 times before going to the dentist. Wow. I just worry they're going to stab me in the tongue. Yeah. I feel like they're scraping your Because, you know, they always have the little hook thing and they have to clean How many times does that happen to you? And I just get stressed out that I'm going to get stabbed with the hook. I'd be way more scared to go to a gynecologist no I can't uh, yeah I, on that note um, <laughs> I know that was another conversation that had nothing to do with that had nothing to do with well maybe it does well, he got kids he got kids and I'm sure he explored <laughs> he explored Heidi's and area hey. um, <laughs> in different ways wow. alright sorry alright we're gonna move on to gossip <laughs> and rumors it's not really the gossip and rumors this week but it's like what's going on so we are talking about Empire because everybody's talking about Empire everybody's watching Empire people, people cannot get enough of Empire Empire even has a fashion line that's out right now, by the way, that you guys should check out Fashion 411 over on the same network, and we talk about it. But anyway, so uh, this week, there was all kinds of dramas in the Twitterverse and the Instagrammeries and whatnot, because everybody lost their mind, because last week, Miss Gabrielle Sidibe, who plays Becky on Empire, had her (laughs) a little boo thing, and they had a little opening scene, and you know what, they keep reporting that she had this like opening sex scene. Yeah. I, of course, had it on my DVR, so I had to go back and watch it. I'm like, it was a sex scene. No, what? they were just mad that she put her leg up. like making out, and she wrapped her leg around his thigh. So anyway, apparently, that devastated the world of non-large people, because they decided to go online and give her all kinds of crap and say things like, yuck, disgusting, now Empire has gone too far. So, like, the tweets were just going and going and going about how disgusting it was that this woman wrapped her thigh around her man as if she can't have sex because she's large. So anyway, she, you know, she kind of let it just play out for a little while. It went on for a few days and finally she was like, you know what? Okay. She went to Entertainment Weekly's website and she gave a little response that was very, very eloquent and it went as follows. 
quote, yes, I, a plus-size, dark-skinned woman, had a love scene on primetime television. I had the most fun ever filming that scene, even though I was nervous, but I felt sexy and beautiful, and I felt like I was doing a good job. I'm very proud of the work we all did to make that scene a great opening for the episode. I keep hearing that people are hating on it. I'm not sure how anyone could hate on love, but that's okay. You have your memes. Honestly, I'm at work. <laughs> I'm too busy to check Twitter anyway. Hashtag booked. Love so it. that was her response. <laughs> I am mad at her. And I loved it. There's people that have come out in support of her. Like Sharon Osbourne was on the talk and she was totally supportive. Like how, you know, this girl is so talented and working. She's wonderful and beautiful. How could anybody have anything bad to say? And apparently the big beautiful women of the world also decided that they're going to go on Twitter and start another whole hashtag. And it's called hashtag my fat sex story. And the women started posting about, you know, how beautiful they are also and how much love they've gotten regardless of the fact that they're large and there's nothing wrong with being a big, beautiful woman and getting a good love thing going on. Mm. So that's the gap. There's another hashtag going around, too, where women are posting pictures of themselves without their head uh, in their underwear to show different body sizes and whatnot, too. You know. I, I mean, you know what? Congratulations to Empire thing. for taking, you know, that, I'm not even going to call it a risk, but taking a chance of, like, showing something different on right. TV. You know what right. I mean? Like, let's keep it real. Now, I, I only thing I have to say is that I would like her to go see AD, um, you know, <laughs> at D Herb's, and, uh, D Herb, and, and, you know, I, I she, she, Gabby is a beautiful woman, but I feel like, unhealthy. I feel unhealthy sometimes with her, and I, you know, just, just for health reasons, you know what I'm saying? Just for health reasons. I love the scene. All good, but for health reasons, I say just I get a little concerned sometimes. You get a little concerned. I mean, is it genetics or sometimes lifestyle choices? Because people's sizes are not necessarily also always dictated by their lifestyle choices. That's very true. Who are plus size, and that's that's their genetics. They were born to be this way, Mm -hmm. and they also have you know boot things that are hot, and people are always surprised that like, oh my god, how did you get it? The only thing I would say, genetics definitely does play a role. But I think it's more lifestyle driven mm-hmm. because let's just say if you you know your father ate pork, beef, di- he had diabetes, he had everything, but then you were a vegetarian, mm-hmm. you're not going to have the same ailments that he had. You led your life differently. True. Yeah. See, that's why AD is up in here breaking that knowledge off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and after oh, what if her thyroid ain't right? Maybe she has polycystic fibrosis or but something. She does. Like, no. We don't know. We don't that's know. not for us to really Absolutely decide. Not. It's for her to determine when and if, if she needs to change or do something different. But in the end, apparently, according to the media, she's become the face of yeah. the body acceptance movement and she found that a little bit difficult and she sort of was like I didn't plan to be this and you know whatever and it's a huge responsibility but she's been placed in the role so she sort of accepts the role even though it is a lot of responsibility. See and that's the other thing I wonder (laughs) if maybe she keeps that image because it gets to a point where you know what it's felt like for so long to be bullied or talked about or in a position that now that you've made it and you have the money to make that change is that almost giving up on you know the people out there who can look at her as an inspiration and you know I don't know I always think about that with her Let's say she eats right, she does the cleanses, but she only loses maybe 10 pounds because genetically wise, that's what her body is predispositioned to do. What do we tell her then? But I don't want to tell her anything. My question to you guys is, (laughs) would you say that because of the role that she's in, you know, being a public figure, that that's something she should be communicating to her fans? But what is she communicating? She's communicating self-love. Mm-hmm. She's not saying go out and have ten cheeseburgers and be like me. <laughs> she's saying accept who you are, accept who yes. you are in your own skin, yeah, and live to the fullest exactly That's how you are. Saying. So I I teether on that because you made a great point about eating habits, but I've also known mm-hmm. a friend of mine, same age, she's about thirty three, health fanatic, vegan, a life coach, a fitness fanatic, mm-hmm. died of cancer. Mm. Right. So I've seen it different ways, and that's why yeah. I say I definitely believe in the lifestyle of having that mentality of eating right and teaching your kids to choose the fruits versus the french fries at all times. But I've also seen it where your genetics, at the end of the day, trumps everything. Yeah. So, I think you know, genetics definitely play a role, but 
Yeah, because I should I'm be. Still I should be fat. How you live your life is basically. No, you're right. I I know. I know. It's a strong <laughs> element. It's a strong I element. Because look at me, and I probably should be. I should be obese. Pounds. I mean, I, I admitted it. I, I chose Cheetos last night, and I didn't mean to. It happened. It happened. It it listen, really when happens. they just said cheeseburger, my mind went to like five cheeseburgers you at McDonald's, know, and I happens. didn't want to eat McDonald's, yeah. but you know. I should be obese. And my way here, I was like, I want to try In-N-Out Burger. I haven't had it yet. Oh. We may have to go show. after this show and if see, you keep talking you about can, these I damn cheeseburgers. I was asking for a Caesar salad or a chicken salad. Who wants that? You're going to embarrass us in front of AD. We're talking about cheeseburgers now. I told y'all I felt guilty sitting beside him. I was like, of all the people. I feel guilty being in the room with him because if you knew right. what I ate last night. <laughs> but at the end of the day we congratulate Empire and Gabby because you're doing your thing and yes. I loved your Twitter response because mm-hmm. that was listen you working booked. baby Hashtag that's unbooked. all you got to say I'm living I'm sorry I'm, I'm booked it. I ain't and got the, time to read press the last time they talked about her on the red carpet didn't she say well I'm about to get on my private yes. show to go on my next show to go show. on yes. my next show thank that's you all bye. you need to say thank right. you bye that's all you need to say thank I'll you hold bye. the leg for yeah. you boo let me I'll right. decide if I need to change or do anything different so right anyhow think of doing speaking of doing things differently so the next story is a little bit you know, chipper. Okay, so I'm sure most of you guys know, University of Missouri, all hell broke loose, um, essentially this week. Uh, to compact this in a short description, basically what happened was there's racial tension on the campus. It's been going on for quite some time. There's been a variety of incidences that have happened. Um, the uh, black student population has felt uncomfortable for quite some time. They felt like they had been speaking up and not really getting a response from the university officials. Um, finally, the football team this week decided, I believe it was on Monday, Monday. that they or Saturday, that they decided that they were going on strike. Mm-hmm. And that they would not play until the president, who is Tim Wolf, stepped down. And of course, football team. They were up for like a game, I guess, on Sunday that was going to cost the school about a million dollars for right. um, wow. them to not play, basically. And lo and behold, even after there was a graduate student that's been on a hunger strike since like November 5th. <laughs> right. They had kids at homecoming back in October, standing in front of cars, talking about, no, we won't go, basically, like, y'all need to step up. But the football team went on strike. Yo, 24 hours later, Tim Wolf did not have a job anymore. He stepped down. Chancellor Bowen also stepped down. And and they hired, I read that they hired an African-American as an interim president, I but I have not found a name or figured out if that's accurate, so I'm not certain, but supposedly that may be the case. Um, and But having this happen, sort of everybody, other schools have chimed in with their similar situations. Yale is having major issues right now because yeah. of... An Ithaca. email from Halloween, Ithaca College, Ithaca. University of yeah. Georgia has stepped up and was doing some things, Southern Mississippi University. So lots of universities around the country, their black communities are standing in solidarity with Missouri, but also sort of speaking up of their own experiences. There's hashtags running around online about going to college while black and how that's, what is that like? Wow. Um the University of Missouri has uh, released, uh, the team that is behind the protests and all yeah. that has released a list of demands, which Donald Trump just... What? called irrelevant Why and ridiculous. Care? Well, because it's really interesting to me that the entire Republican candidacy has made some very upsetting comments, not surprisingly, but still shockingly in 2015 about not really thinking that these, basically calling these kids infantile and that their complaints are ridiculous and out of control. Uh, and hmm. not very supportive. And then, of course, the Democrats are like, oh, we stand with you. Black Lives Matter. And so it's a funny kind of situation that we're in. But uh, basically, so now they're in a situation that the, the there's been two guys arrested because they posted on a social media network that they were going to shoot every black person that they saw on yeah. the campus of Missouri. So the kids were scared. They didn't want to be in, go to class. They didn't want to go around. But then the university, uh, the kids at the university stepped up. They took over their cultural center and they made it a place where the students could come and study and eat and feel comfortable. And there was like a team of guys that would walk people to their classes and make sure that everybody went to the class. But then, um, which was awesome. And there's just constant tension because they don't know when this is really going to be over, if it ever is going to be over. There's the argument that we're coddling um, the students because we live in a world of free speech. So the big debate now is do these kids understand that freedom of speech is freedom of speech and people can say whatever they want. You don't have the right to, you know, 
interrupt their freedom of speech just because you have feelings about what these people are saying. So apparently it's just because we got feelings that they putting swastikas out of feces on walls and calling kids the N-word as they walk to class and doing those wow. things. So you're in your feelings, but those people have the right to their freedom of speech on this college campus. So are also feelings. Every Which time you say feelings. freedom of speech, I feel like you're going to give me like a Chuck well, D verse. as like I came in with my bad up. attitude earlier today to come in here, I came in here with a bad attitude, I admit it, because I was listening to the news all day. And there's obviously way more things going on right. in the world right now also. Yeah. Just shout out to France. Absolutely. Prayers with you guys. But... It's also because literally trying to listen and follow up and figure out what else has been going on with this story, like literally listening to the commentators, trying to change the topic of what's really going on to an issue of black students not understanding the idea of freedom of speech and being too sensitive pissed me off in ways I can't begin to explain. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's the story. So (laughs) there you have it. So they're sort of in uh, flux right now and all other universities are sort of experiencing very similar things and the issues are coming up on other universities and protests are going on and a lot of it's happening on social media. But freedom of speech doesn't say that you could elicit harm against someone. There's a difference. Right. right. So, um, yeah. Um, first of all, I have to commend <coughs> the football team. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And as someone Absolutely. that went to a major football school, yeah. University of Florida, predominantly white institution, being black on campus, there's like 300 of us. Yes. Um, I get that, I get why the football players, when they protested, First, it was the black football players, mm-hmm. and then it expanded to the team, from what I read. And their coach supported them, which was great. So, yep. yeah. So, I, I commend the team, and I wish other places would do the same, take that stance. Um, but it's unfortunate that it always has to come down to the bottom line, which I agree with the family of the young girl, which a year before, I believe, um, um, one of the sports uh, magazines did a story on. She was a swimmer, biracial swimmer. Biracial mm-hmm. swimmer, yeah. Um, sexually assaulted. Um, and then later killed herself, mm-hmm. and they didn't do anything. So that's kind of yeah. what spearheaded this whole thing. So it took the athletes, cost maybe cost them a million dollars. Yeah, I was going to say a million dollars to play. But that's, what turned it <laughs> yeah. Pardon? that's what made it different. Mm-hmm. I understand, but it shouldn't have been that way. And right. that's the problem. Unfortunately, well, money always America, talks. Yeah. Money matters. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. And it was the big game, BYU. So they were like, well, you are not going to have us yeah. miss this yeah, game and, mess that, and miss that million yeah. dollars up. Yeah. But see, but we could use that. Yeah, use it as leverage. We can use that as leverage to make things change. I'm just tired of us having to use it, though. You know what I mean? At this stage. Like, well, we have it. This we is the first time it. I've ever seen a team uh, suggest that they're going to go on strike and not play. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I'm sorry. I mean more of like just protesting and just having to keep do this. We are in about to be in okay. 2016, okay. and we are still having to protest and do crazy stuff like what this. What she said is no different in the 1950s with Absolutely. the in- integration of the schools. Like, literally, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. The little girls had to be escorted by the right. federal people, and all, and we're like, we're in 2015. Like <laughs> and that's why and we have still having this conversation. Exactly, and that's why it's more disturbing to me that the conversation across, and I, I watch all media. I will watch Fox News. I watch CNN. I watch it all. That it, it seems like a calculated conversation to change it to this argument about freedom of speech. Because the bottom line is, nobody's confused about your freedom of speech. You can say whatever the heck you want to, but there are consequences to what you say, and I have a right to assert those consequences. If I don't feel comfortable on this school that I'm paying just as much money to be, I deserve to have my advisors, my representatives at this school to also stand up for me, not just stand up for your right for free speech. So I think it's crap that like they want to make it because they make it seem they they, it's condescending and it becomes the and and they're making it about these black kids that don't know what the deal is with freedom of speech and when the comments were made about the demands that the kids were making and if you you, the demands are online and a pdf you can check them out I believe they had like 10 of them and the demands were also upsetting because I, I went to Northwestern white school up in Chicago it was like, I think we had my like 4% black people at the school. It was about 4%. And in like 1969, when the black kids sat in on the bursar's office and like demanded there be a black house where black students have somewhere safe to go and do things and demanded that the school at least have a 10% population of black students, none of that was upheld over the 30 years later that I, you know, entered the school. Those are the same demands that these kids are making right. in 2015. No, Can right. we have a black population of more than 2%? Can you hire some black professors? Can you hire some black advisors? 
like make the levels a little bit more even so that we don't feel like outsiders on this campus. And somebody has a nerve to say that they have too many requests and that it's insane <laughs> and that it's crazy and like, oh God, that they have concerns that these people don't have their best interests at heart because they aren't representative of them is bullshit. And I think it sucks. But Sorry. But if we take race out of the equation on school campus shootings, can we not see the logic in that? Like, it doesn't matter free speech, but free speech to incite violence with all the school shootings that we just right. went through. Yeah. So are you going to tell me the victims at those schools, those perpetrators, it was okay when they did make it verbal, what they wanted to do. It was mm-hmm. okay for them to say it because it was free speech. Yeah. But these we have some dead students now. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, it's just a bunch of BS. I'm sorry. Absolutely. They just don't really care because we're black and whatever. And that's just what it boils down to. And that's why you're seeing all this deterrent. It's exactly. just a bunch of people don't want to face their demons head on and that's just what we're seeing we just have to continue to hit where it hurts and that's the dollar pocket dollar like bill said, in the wallet exactly. you know what I mean and that they will pay attention then and they are paying attention yeah. so mm-hmm. well hopefully things will change soon and you know this story is going to I'm sure going to develop even more as we see in the next couple of weeks uh, before we move on to our hot topics we want to talk a little bit about DraftKings you guys we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks have you yes. played DraftKings have you gone to DraftKings.com you fan fantasy football at all what about you I will serve some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my role right there. Watch it. Yeah, that's what I do. I know my place. Well, I just look for the cuties and you, that's it. That's all, that's all you do, right? Mm-hmm. Well, DraftKings.com is a Me great too. place to get some prizes. You can play <laughs> fantasy football. I just I play fantasy football, but this is an easy way to do it. So there's lots of prizes up to $2 million worth of first prize, and then second prize is $1 million, mm-hmm. and there's... Well, how many? Uh, how, 10, over million? 10 million? Over 10 million dollars in prizes. Dollars in prizes and I signed so, up, and I'm waiting... Did you pick your teams and stuff already, Jesse? So, like, I'm just saying that <laughs> I need at least ten thousand dollars because I have this. I had a dream book. Then you dream, you oh. dreaming too low. We need like I, we need like a hundred thousand. I'm okay with ten thousand dollars. What he needs. Okay, you I got you. Make them just. You know, that's I what you. I want the Lord to bless me with. You know what I mean? Okay, I feel Over that. Draft and just give me a little percentage of that. But go to DraftKings.com. <laughs> Code name is black, black. as in black. Code name Black. You need and a little help remembering that yeah, word? Yeah. Black. Wait, Here on Black, black. Hollywood. Black. No, because I was going to say geek. Looking at my skin, we changed up the code name. I had to make sure I got the right code name. But it's Code Name Black. It's not caramel. It's not caramel. It's chocolate. No, it's black. So go to DraftKings.com, play a little fancy football, and let us know if you win and give us a little percentage if you do. Okay. All right, we're going to move on to our ERR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. ERR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Well, we obviously have been talking about controversy in Missouri uh, yes. with the university, and there's another thing that's sparking some controversy. A man who has a lot of controversy every time he releases a film, Mr. Spike Lee, mm-hmm. he is releasing Chirac this weekend, and we're all excited to see the film. I saw the trailer. It looks amazing. Looks the story fantastic. is about a group of women whose men are, either, are affiliated with a gang, and they all decide to withhold on sex to their boyfriends or husbands in order to create a type of union and, and nonviolent situation. Pussy for peace. Pussy for peace, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, another way of saying it. Yes, it is, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Spike Lee was, uh, you know, he was doing a little tour of, of his press tour this weekend, and, or this past week, and he went on Anderson Cooper, uh, w- interview with Anderson Cooper on CNN, and in his conversation, he was also talking about social media effects on gun violence in Chicago and everything that's going on, and he blames a lot of social media for the fact of what's going on just with gun violence and kind of egging things on. And uh, we have a little clip here of his interview interview that he had with Anderson Cooper and what he had to say about that. And they told me that social media is is a major element of violence where people post stuff on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and people respond to it, not by typing out something on their phones, but by bang, bang, bang. What got you, Spike? wanting to, to come here, wanting to Well, number one, I care about human beings. And what was happening in Chicago is happening in Brooklyn where I'm from, Boogie Down Bronx, Philadelphia, Bodymore, Murderland, you, as you know, New Orleans, yeah. Houston, South Central. But my wife, Tanya, really gave me, put in, made it crystal clear. Chicago is the canary in the coal mine. 
And there you go. That's a little clip from his interview with Anderson Cooper. And that was also sparking off of a a killing that just occurred from a (laughs) nine-year-old, Tyshawn Lee, who they say was gunned down because of he was lured into an alley and they say he was gunned down because of his father, father. being associated with the gang. Oh, so wow. it's just yeah. it's just really sad of all these things that continue to go on. So what do you guys think about his, his statement about social media being the cause of some of this gun violence that's happening and just, just overall, some of the violence overall? So. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, I get what he's saying, but I don't think it's social media. It's like, yeah. what, it's the same scenario prior to when he's saying guns don't kill people. People with, the wrong person with a gun kills people. So this has been happening prior to social media, but I get what he's saying. Social media, because of its widespread... Amplified. It facilitates it. Go, it it, it goes out. It, yeah. But <clears throat> everything with the next generation, it's so different with social media. They have a disconnect. It's a whole learning curve. We have to reteach. These kids have to be retaught so many things. Yeah. So... And social media isn't going anywhere, so we have to adapt to it. I don't think it's social media. I think it's the people. It's personal responsibility. And there you mm-hmm. go. There you go. And I think that's part of what the film is talking about yeah. with personal responsibility. Absolutely. With this, these women withholding sex to to coerce their right. mates into making better decisions. So I think for me that's the overall story of it. But the problem that's going on with Chicago, and like you said, in other cities, that's for us as a community mm-hmm. that we need to work on. Right. We lost that whole village. It takes a village to raise a child because right. we're too scared that child's going to come back and hit you upside your head. Mm-hmm. But if you teach fear in that child from <laughs> their younger, they fear you, they'll respect you, and they will love you. That's true. That's how it works. That's but true. It's so you know, what funny. do I know? It's so funny. I was watching, I think uh, some of my roommate had the Brady Bunch on. And as I'm watching like mm-hmm. a clip from it, I just sat there and I thought to myself, I was like, it's really scary because even in the sense of like, okay, I still get thrown in the millennial group, but I mean, I like, okay, I went outside. I used to play when I was outside. I had to be home when the damn lights turned on. I know, that's right. I was in, in the house. But the thing is, is you look at today and it's, no one knows who their neighbor is, and uh, you know, I, I, so the true. more I move to community, you know, different communities, I don't know who my neighbors are, and then I become the weirdo if I'm like friendly to somebody <laughs> and by me they're like, he a little too nice, he's out there, you know. Yeah, like, but is that a regional thing? Because is that you know, I grew up in Ohio, and we, you, you know, your neighbors even to this day, you know who your neighbors are. But I think it's Atlanta, di- you know who your neighbors are. Okay, but do they still today <laughs> at this moment? Because <laughs> well, I, well, yeah. I mean, I grew up in a, so I had a. So a, a suburb lifestyle too but I mean you know and I knew the neighbors but now when I go back to my family's home I don't know who's living across and when I ask my family they don't really oh yeah I think somebody new moved in it's become that it's right. become we've become less connected. yeah connected right. with people and I think that that's that's where it gets scary and then these kids are watching don't get me into my conspiracy theories with the damn kids playing these video games and now it's easy Black for them because they're so disconnected that they could easily pull a trigger yeah, and not, do things like I, that. I, that's I agree. Because I think that's sort of more of what he was speaking of in terms of what social media has done to us culturally. Yes, we have problems in our community that need to get worked out. The idea that these kids have no hope for anything is why that they... But that is multi-layered and I think that social media is one of those layers because as a culture, as a whole, not just black people, we are way more connected and simultaneously completely disconnected in a way we've never been before and nobody has addressed at this mm-hmm. point. Right. And when it comes to kids that are looking towards the future and what they can do, like we've even glamorized the disconnection with things like Instagram and things like that because they can go on and that's how they, they feel more they connected. They feel a certain le- level of value from that that they don't get elsewhere because we've let that void sort of exist for way too long. So I'm not blaming Instagram for like causing violence yeah, in Chicago right. on any level, but to pretend like there aren't multiple layers of that problem and to because it's easy to be like, social media didn't do that. We just people. <laughs> we've been people for a long time and we've been killing each other for a long time. That's so right. y- yeah, but at the same time, and he does address that later. Later on in the he, interview yeah, because it Anderson went Cooper. on further, and yeah. that's why I think it, it kind of got lost in the mix. But at the same time, I mean, the idea that we are like sort of expanding violence in a way that we've never been able to before—it's way more available in a way that it never was before, and that extends beyond like Chicago and our local community shooting. Like that's how freaking ISIS is transmitting information. That's it's true. all going on over social media. They're cheering over social media right now for what's going on in France. So, like, that's a, a, it's a whole community that we have not figured out yet, maybe, how we need to attack and how we need to deal with it. But literally, social media is its own organism within the organism that is humanity, mm-hmm. and we need to figure that out. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, as even Michelle was saying, and you were saying as well, I don't agree that social media is the cause of this problem, but I do think that, especially our youth, they put so much on social media, so much private information on social media. So I I was reading my cousin's social media, and there was a beef between him and another kid, and (laughs) and I was like, really? Like, you guys are putting all this across, you know what I mean? And then you're going to see each other, fists are going to be blowing, you know? But I mean, even look at, uh, what was the um, uh, hot blank from Brooklyn the kid uh, that dropped hot n-word on Bobby Shmurda literally oh, rapped oh, yeah. about something yeah. and now he's in jail he's because in jail. of what yeah. he was rapping yeah. about yeah. you know what I mean and he made how much money off of it? he that? did yeah. <laughs> oh my God. well a lot of people are upset with with Spike especially people in Chicago by the one person in particular Chicago rapper Rhymefest he had a lot to say about uh, Mr. Spike Lee and his movie in fact he said that Spike Lee basically is exploiting the people and the children of the community by making this movie the mayor of Chicago has also come in and said that he was really upset that Spike is drawing this attention to Chicago and representing Chicago listen 400 people have already been killed in Chicago this year Spike Lee created right right exactly I mean, 400 people have been killed already in Chicago this year. Last year, Chicago was one of the leading cities that had the most murders in, you know, in all other states or all other cities and states. Bigger than New York. Bigger than New York. So, you know... Listen, Spike is just drawing attention to a problem that's that's been going on for a while that we've all been dealing with and that we need to really bring it to light. So I don't know why they're really going in on Spike as much as they are, but I get it. He's all you know, there's always a a, a, a person circumstance victim, you know. So I think the rapper was from my perspective, when I saw his interview, I was watching on hip hop dot com when he gave his yeah. interview perspective on it. I think it was I think he may have felt gisted because Spike didn't include people from Chicago with the film. Right. I think that's part of it, and I can get it to an extent. But there's uh, there's lots of extras that they were saying was that were included. But see, that's extra, directly related. Not a, a, a Chicago Spike, person helping to write the script. Jennifer Hudson's Chicago, in the movie. I, I know Jennifer Hudson has suffered from violence in her home. I get it. But what, I think that's what the rapper was saying. I'm trying to play devil's advocate. No, I feel you. I'm, I not, agree. I'm not shooting the but messenger. Could, no, no, no. It could I'm, also no. be like, bitch, you, got, you put Jennifer <laughs> no. Hudson in and you think there's a movie about Chirac. But I'm saying, if, if that's the argument, there is... You that's know. what I got from it. I got that he was upset that he yeah. didn't. He felt like people from Chicago were directly influenced influenced into the movie except for the um, pastor guy. Right. And I, I mean... At the bottom line, also, it's a movie. They yeah, have to Spike make Lee's money. Job they is have to make a good exactly movie. Yeah. Right. in order. To, what's what's more important, the message, right, mm-hmm. or the messenger, or, or that cousin Johnny got to be in the movie? Like that doesn't even. I mean, the cast of the movie was cast brilliantly. Was, I thought. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I didn't even know all those people. Nick Cannon, like, oh, Wesley gosh. Snipes, Jennifer Hudson, Samuel Jackson, John Cusack, Angela um, Bassett. So the and cast people is act like Spike Lee doesn't do anything for Chicago, period, or doesn't know what's going on enough to really write about this. I don't right. know. Like he's very heavily involved, and he definitely went into the community and talked yeah, with the gang Spike members and hung out at the. Research. He did his he's research. Do his research. Like, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, especially and with it, something coming th- hitting this close to home. I mean, you know. Well, I, I don't know. I also see it as a crab in a barrel situation again. We, we do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves. We can't just, yeah. we can't support the movie all oh, because he didn't do it right. I mean, it goes into the whole thing to me with the <laughs> Nina Simone situation. I am on the minority on it, but that's a whole different discussion. But, you know, the idea is we need to get this message out. The world needs to see what's going on yeah. so we can help the community, right? So if this Spike Lee movie is going to do it, then we should be supporting it. All right, we can if make you, a good Chicago movie in two years from now. But if he right, feels that way, then you know what? Yeah. Get your people to talk to Spike's people and see how you could have, yeah. you know, you could have been a part better. of it. What you sure. could do from here. But, you know, and what I love, the movie is actually based off of a Greek play. So yes, which I love. But that also yeah. was yeah. a point of contention for everybody. Like, right. they were on the news just yesterday complaining. Like, I mean, do you really think it's a good idea that he did a movie with women not wanting to, like, giving up sex? I was like, are we really having this conversation? Like, and don't we, are we the most, like, we are not that ignorant. Are we really that, well, like, special? That's what I was It's just too much. It, 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 we're always talking about black women being stereotyped. So here we go, where black women are saying, you know, you know, sex is used it is a different type of weapon except yes. for twerking. 
So we're going to complain <laughs> about that, really? We Listen, but if you want to, you know, you want to get some attention, you're not giving up the nanny, you know, that'll catch some attention. Historically speaking, that has actually worked in yes. the past. Sex so has been used a lot. Do your research. It has been used in the past. Although it, it could cause some unnecessary violence, so, though. My no, because if you go too long without getting the sex. In the past. Sex has been used no, as a weapon. Yeah. Going yeah. into yeah. the next election, can the next president utilize the NFL and pussy so that we can get some things <laughs> done correctly around I'm here? Sure, so. On that note, that concludes our hot topics of today. But we're going to move on to a, some interview time with AD and Michelle. So thank you guys for coming in today. I mean, and giving your input today as well. Uh, you know, we've had a variation of topics to discuss. Sell me your products, AD. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> no, no, I want everybody Tell us to know because we, we didn't really. Like you, right. I know, right? we, Abdominals. We didn't really get into this at the beginning, but AD is the founder of a company, D Herbs, which it really gives some great information about just your lifestyle and getting your stuff together. I mean, the holidays are coming up. Mm-hmm. You got some secrets to share with people on how they can, you know, eat a lot but still remain healthy and what mm-hmm. to eat and how to eat and how to cleanse and get all that stuff moving and shaking. And give, give us a little bit well, of first information. Of all, um, at D Herbs, we have a, a product called the Full Body Cleanse. It cleans out all your major eliminative channels. That's your gallbladder, your heart, your liver, your colon, your spleen, your lungs, your kidneys, your adrenal glands, your blood, and your skin. Sold. I'll take one. <laughs> you got nice skin, I'm kind of scared. So. What do you mean clean it out? It just comes all out? We going to see well, it all Well, you got to... Well... It's going to come out. Is it sweating out? Well, that was like, good. You got to go somewhere. You don't want to... That's because your colon. Okay, it comes so out. Okay. It, it definitely will expel waste that way. But a lot of times, people don't understand your skin mm-hmm. is the biggest organ on your body. body yeah. More mm-hmm. things pass through your skin than your actual bowel. That's true. You just can't witness. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there's small. a lot of I did not know that. that I did not know that. Yeah, for You're sure. Walking in that smog every day, man. And also during the cleanse, so you know the cleanse will help you lose weight, it'll help you with mental clarity, um, stronger immune system, clearer skin, all of those great things. So and how, how often long? do you do okay. it? How often do you do it? So how our particular you... cleanse is for twenty days. Okay. Wow. And how long like often would you do that every day? Well, I always tell people it depends on how bad or how well you live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, once you clean out your system and you really begin to start feeling good and yeah. you know what feeling good truly feels like, you'll know when you need to do it again. But mm-hmm. some people do it three times a year. Every seasonal change, you know, it just ranges from person to person. So I cannot have champagne for twenty days when I do the cleanse. You can't drink. Can't. I'm just That's a can't fruit. drink. No, no. grapes, no. 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 Y'all, y'all <laughs> stop it. Okay, it's so moderation. twenty days. Are right. we drinking juice? Are we just eating, eating some fresh fruit, fresh fruits and vegetables, raw nuts and raw seeds throughout that process for twenty days? For you twenty eat days, that's nuts all you eat. And seeds huh? and that's lettuce. all you eat. That's it. Change your life. You'll never be the same. Really, I I, I, I do co-sign because here's my thing. I'm gonna do it. I have this skin disorder that I want to fix, and I feel like if I cleanse myself, your skin is directly related to your blood. So therefore, on the full body cleanse, there's a there's a formula within there that's gonna help you deal with any kind of blood issues. So I'm eating nuts, fresh fruits, and drinking this cleanse diet. Well, it's not the cleanse is basically you have individual capsules and the food are basically the fresh fruits and vegetables that you're going to eat throughout that process. I support capsules because I can't go. with the shakes. And the I can't <laughs> with the juices and the shakes. And they be tasting like, and, that is yeah. not chocolate. And <laughs> you obviously are a very fit person. Is, what are, what's kind of like your eating habits? And, and, and share and some of that with the audience regimen. and what's your workout regimen on a day-to-day basis? I work basis? out every single day. But um, I just, just, me personally, I just feel like being active is extremely important. You know, just working out. And then you also have to be mindful of the things that you put in your body. Let's just say if once you guys did the cleanse and you started really, really feeling good, you're less likely to put something in there that's going to make you feel bad. That's true. Because that's you true. worked you so worked hard it, yeah. to get to like that, that point. I feel that. Yeah. 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 And, and I think that's, that's really what it's be. all about. And what don't you eat? Because I feel like there's some things that you that like you just wouldn't touch. Like you wouldn't touch it, like, like ground beef or, or pork. Cheetos? Or you, when I said Cheetos, <laughs> we said chitlins like, earlier. I know you're not eating <laughs> chitlins. I know we're not going hey, on your frequency chitlins. Before I cleanse uh, 11 years ago, I would drink soda nonstop. Mm-hmm. I would rather have soda than actually eat a meal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So you know, I had acid reflux. And a lot of times people don't understand if you have a soda a day, it increases your chances of diabetes. Diabetes. Like 15%. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wow, so I was definitely so much on sugar. my way to that. And after I did the full body cleanse, I had no desire for soda. To this very day, I still don't drink soda. 
Mm-hmm. And then do you cut out all sugars in your diet? I mean, or take us through kind of like your daily menu, you know, what you For eat. For me? Yeah. Well, I start off my day um, eating like a smoothie, things along that. I would probably have a salad geared towards dinner. And then, you know, I don't, a lot of times people want trying to put you in a box. Mm-hmm. I've never put myself in that box. I like that. Ever. Because I think that can be limiting. I think that people feel trapped and they can't get out. I think it's good to do it for 20 days, but for throughout your life, I think that can be really tough for people. The whole point is that is basically if you keep doing something, you do too much of it, your body will greatly be affected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 90% of all diseases today are diet related. We're eating yeah. our way to sickness. Right. Yeah. That's what's going on. So too much of a bad thing can cause problems within your life. And and you know, cleansing and eating healthy and things like that can definitely keep you on the right path. The more you do it, the less likely you're to lean in the other direction. So it's like an oil change for your body. Like, there you go. 80 Exactly. But can you over cleanse? You know what I mean? Like, can it be where it's you know, you're doing too people, much? Can you overdose eating apples? I don't know. Yeah, man. No. No. Can't no. You're going to be fine. Oh, I mean, like bananas, I would assume not because monkeys live what uh, God has put here for us. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We're natural vegetarians. We're really technically not supposed to eat meat. It can tell by the design of your teeth. Mm. So I always. So you don't eat any meat, huh? You don't eat any meat. I have. Okay. But in the past eleven years, (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I have. I've never ever put myself in a box. Okay. Mm. So you won't be coming to my house for the holidays. holidays. That's what I want to know. What you eat for the holidays? Yeah. You know what? Thanksgiving and things like that. I never go crazy. Because technically, and that's when everybody does. Do you eat macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes? Macaroni and cheese, that's tough. Do you drink vodka ever? Huh? Vodka ever? Of course I've had a drink okay. before. Okay. You know, to say I'm not human is not the case. Okay. All right. We're just trying to get your you turn up plan on the weekend. You know what the healthy plan is? Basically, it's to at least cleanse once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. I would also, also mention, like, we had a, a pastor. He was um, 351 pounds. Wow. Mm-hmm. How tall was he? Huh? Five nine. Oh, oh wow. wow. And just recently, we've, we've put him on a regimen. He's done the cleanse twice for 40 days. He lost 60 pounds. Wow. 27 the first cleanse, 33 the second cleanse. Wow. Within 40 days. It just goes to show you, if you actually put what you're supposed to put into you your right. body, your body will respond. Okay, I want to take on a challenge. Let's do a BHL challenge. Let's start December 1st. Let's three of us do a good cleanse <laughs> for 20 days. I'm serious. Right Let's do it. It's right after the before, holidays. I'm going to be the only it's one to follow Christmas, though. That's good. That's a good time period. It's right after Thanksgiving. You know, we're gonna, you know we're going to eat a little crazy. I can't, but that's my holiday part. I can't drink because it's a cleanse. But oh. that's first through the twenty. Let's do it. Let's do the BHL challenge. If you guys want to do BHL challenge with us, tw- tweet us or you know Instagram us a picture of what you want to we'll do. Vlog every day. Yeah, I mean seriously, let's I'm do it. Be real let's do it. I want to do it. Right right what, this what I, do. I want to do. I can do it because well, uh, I'm competitive. BHL, BHL 2015. That would be the code. Anyone who listening to the show and want to order the product, that'll give them 10% off. Hey! hey that's what's up. And you know what? If they don't follow you, just be the leader. Mm-hmm. Be the leader. Listen, I'll, I'll lead. I'll there do it. Go. I want to do it. I want, I'm serious. I mean, you heard, you heard I'm me. I mean, I'm competitive. Me. I'm not going to lose. So I had a I'm going to win just because. Not because of her health. But just because she wants to win. I can't. And then if people want to find out more about all your what you do and get information from you, do they just go to your site? or like? Yeah, you can go to our site. It's D-Herbs, the letter D, the word herbs.com, D-H-E-R-B-S.com. And can they always give us a call at 866 434-3727 and that's 866-434-3727 I like the way you did that just on repeat you yeah. just you remixed it <laughs> no but he's right once you change your eating habits your body's gonna naturally just take stuff out like, and I feel like that's a nice little pre-New Year's that's why I was upset you know night, goal right there I know <laughs> yeah. no, it's you got two weeks you got two weeks to eat and Cheetos Pringles whatever you want two weeks you got two weeks Courtney to eat anything you want so make See, it that's good. That's not how it works because I'm not like that. I don't be binging. 
Oh, okay. Girl. But when I want some pasta, I want some pasta. You be binging. Bitch, all day. Bitch, you be hitting me up late night time. Oh, oh, he's just calling people like, out. We, we got, calling people, people out. out. Well, also, we, we've been uh, graced with the president, uh, Michelle Madison, who's doing her thing in Miami. Yeah. Tell us all about I mean, you interview all the celebrities there. I don't there. want them. See, they playing with the Cheetos up in here. I, they got Cheetos. If it was a puffs, I would have eaten them with Cheetos. Uh, well, you Miami your, now. Yeah, Miami Now TV. You're doing um, your thing. Yeah, uh, any major celebrity that comes to Miami, definitely we get interviews with them, red carpets, movies, you know, screenings, all that jazz. It's fun. Um, but I created the show um, specifically for um, a lack of diversity I saw in TV in yeah. Miami. Even though Miami is a melting pot, people tend to think of it as only white and Hispanic. Yeah. And the black population there is we're pretty much there. We're not just, you know, on the Miami Heat team or Rick Ross is the only <laughs> black person. The rest of us exist. Right. Um, and just wanting to show that positive aspect and the true diversity of South Florida. Um, so it kind of just came it just spiraled into something more than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, and right. it's given some opportunities to a lot of the um, up-and-coming entertainment reporters, the students I work a lot with, um, students at universities with giving them experience in the business. Um, so, yeah. So now I'm expanding to L.A., so I'm Yay. excited. And definitely thank you for having me. Um, and great to meet you guys. I'm definitely a fan of these two. I know the camera can't catch them, <laughs> but they're awesome. Um, so, yeah. And so then who, you skeptical about AD? Because I'm just trying to figure out because you were more a fan of that. No, I I'm love them both. We were actually, you guys should have filmed this outside talk. All right, Spike Lee. You guys should have filmed this outside talk because we had some good topics that we were <laughs> talking about. Yeah, so no. Who's been some of your favorite people to interview? Um, it's, that's kind of hard, but definitely, hands down, my favorite would have to be Neil. Okay. Because um, years ago, I interviewed him when he was in Miami, um, and he did backflips for me on oh, camera. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He tried to get me to do it. I was like, no, boo-boo, I'm black girl. I got my hair. <laughs> try it. Just know who you're talking to. But did he was a very mature. I, w- I saw him on a different level. <laughs> um, surprisingly, also, rapper Plies. He is really? such a gentleman. I believe that. Oh my gosh! I had to tell Even he kept calling me Instagram ma'am. Video? I do, and he's. I actually agree with most of the things that he says. No, <laughs> no but yeah. um, he's such a gentleman. He just kept calling me ma'am and miss, and I was like, "Sweetie, we are about the same age. I want you to call me Southern man. But Southern. he's 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 honest, and I think I agree with a lot of what he says. I think he actually did, he needs a segment. Yes, you know, we clean him up yep. a little bit. Yeah. but a lot of what <laughs> but I he like, says, I like no, the s- words because you know. I like yeah. the word verbiage because I think sometimes in order for people to really listen to you you have to sprinkle a little fuck you know what I mean like people listen <laughs> and you just sprinkled the hell See, out of it yes. you but like I'm saying people will actually you ain't gonna forget sprinkle. that that was dropped right. in the middle of, right. just, that, that little shock yes. is a powerful adjective verb noun it, yeah, okay. it works in many it's a wonderful thing Very, listen, but he yeah, says great, great knowledge um, and uh, has there uh, been somebody who you have been like mm, I'm not really feeling them after you interviewed them why would you say that um, listen, no, I would say, say not feeling I'll say mine. Uh, it was a like, challenging interview. A challenging, yeah, challenging interview. interview. Oprah, she was a bitch. <laughs> I wish. No, just touch her and turn it to Listen, gold. Oprah, he um, said that, not me. I did. I love you, girl. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's say challenging, but I was just surprised. Um, I interviewed Shaq. Okay. And I was surprised that the energy wasn't as mm. big as it is. Yeah, so yeah. I felt like I had I to really that. stream had the to interview it. on. Yeah. Um, but and then Rick Ross, um, him and the Triple C's. I think I got hyped during the interview. Oh, I was like, um, I don't know. I don't oh, come on my show. I'm down for that. But um, yeah, yeah. So those two were interesting. I won't say they were boring. It was just I was they were like, more challenging oh, than wow. others. Yeah, yeah, I feel uh, that unexpected. Unexpected. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, we're glad both of you guys came in. Where can fans find you on social media? On social media, definitely I'm more of an Instagram girl than a Twitter girl. So Instagram at Michelle underscore Madison TV. If you want Twitter, then it's Michelle, well, M-I-C-H underscore Madison TV. AD. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay, wrap up. Or you can go to MiamiNowTV.com. MiamiNowTV.com. Mm-hmm. AD, where can people find you? Or you can find me and my company at D that's it. That's it. He That's said, like, he like the don't one name. Don't contact me personally. Don't call my me. Right. You can reach my website. Don't follow my Instagram. Right. Don't do none of that. Don't like. Don't pick Y'all need numbers. to get clean. Straight to the website. Like that detox. Business. That's all you need to like is that detox <laughs> for 20 days. Call me when you're skin right. I'm going to do it. Courtney, where can fans find you and your Cheetos? Fine. 
Notice I did not take not a one Cheeto, even though I was smelling the salt and I'm feeling <laughs> the pan, but I said no to the Cheetos because they have powdered things on them that That's are killing our inside. Girl, you just ate a whole bag yesterday. I didn't eat the whole bag. It's in my car. Wait, wait. I want to know, are you guys going to clear? Are we going to win? Oh, I'm legit. Oh, I told you you said quit? Okay. Clean. No, he said cleanse. No. Oh. I mean, I personally would prefer if it started January 1st. <laughs> I, so, I feel I'm sorry. I'm my, I will do I'm it in, in you, December. I'll do it December 1st. Well, December 1st and December 20th, 20 days, right? That's 20 days. I'm yeah, so the Christmas yeah. parties don't start until the 23rd-ish. She's thinking about the holiday parties. I'm talking about holiday parties for work. She's thinking about open bars. But don't they start like a 20-something? See, that's why you had to call me out, because it is free. It's fine. I'm going to be sober all December, because I'm going to be on the big cleanse. All right, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and you can probably follow me in my misery on Periscope when I'm cleansing me and ready at Stuart Starling. Uh, Jesse, where the hell can they find you? Eating Cheetos right now. Right. You know, my, I'm going to do my Dude. cleanse on uh, Snapchat <laughs> at the Greek God and God with a zero. But you can hit me up everywhere at DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at so Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. <laughs> Remember to go to the BuzzMeter question, which is, are you excited to see Chirac. Chirac. Yep. We are. And make sure to tune in next week, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. The best part of the cheetah. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.